0: What's one of the worst ways to die? Drowning, strangling, decapitation? Today we're going to be going over a serial killer named Haj Mohammed Mesfui, who got sentenced to crucifixion. It gets even worse than that actually. Uh, but he probably deserved it. Find out how inventive Morocco can be when it comes to capital punishment on today's episode, Of Well That's Horrible. Well, 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 that's horrible. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Well That's Horrible. I am Reese, and this fellow pile of flesh with me is Travis. Travis. Uh, We like to tell stories about horrible things that have actually happened and figured you might want to listen, too. I think it's probably about that time to tell the whole world
1: what we think. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
0: Unprofessional Opinion In this next segment, I'm going to try that again.
1: (laughs) Off to a fucking great start. (laughs) Great
0: start. In this next segment, Travis and I discuss the most burning questions our society faces today. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. What is the worst style choice you ever made?
1: Ooh, uh, I went through a period of time where I wore big, gaudy rings <laughs> on each one of my fingers. And Kay? I. Would,
0: uh, like what type of rings?
1: I mean, skulls. Like, I had one that was just a metal spike that got ran it. down the length of my finger. Uh, I mean, they're great for fights, but... Were you as <laughs> genuinely
0: badass as uh, you wanted your rings to indicate?
1: Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> I I got my ass kicked a lot, but I wasn't afraid to get my ass kicked. But, uh, no. And I rocked those with the JNCO jeans. You know, nice. you gotta, gotta get in those, the... Malin Manson yep. t-shirts. Yep. Really, yep. really into Manson. <laughs> <laughs> I even had a, a binder that I had glued, like hot glued serial killer quotes onto my binder. Nice. So I would walk around and I'd have these quotes from different serial killers because I thought I was so edgy so, and so cool. <laughs> so
0: you were the one that made all of the parents nervous.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was somebody. Yeah, absolutely. I especially it was around Columbine, so like uh-huh. <laughs> I kind of exactly had the Columbine vibe you be school shooting off
0: uh, right after a national tragedy. Like right.
1: That. Yeah, yeah. I definitely had some uh, some vibes going on in those <laughs> <some> <laughs> Columbine vibes, but you know, we're we're normal now. I, I wear. Your standard North Face, Patagonia, white dude clothes. So. Yeah. I mean, you're in Montana. That's what you have to yeah, wear. That's what you got to wear. They, um, they give it to you at the border. So so mine... I've sent you pictures of this. In fact,
0: for those of you that don't know, uh, Travis has this picture on his work computer that I made the mistake of sending him.
1: My Not wallpaper. the best idea.
0: Uh, but this style choice... We went to Italy, and uh, <laughs> I thought that I would go full Hasselhoff, uh, and uh, yeah, Hasselhoff was not the way to go. I had a I had a button up shirt, but I was not. Wearing an undershirt with it, and though I had it unbuttoned, I swear it was down to my navel. It was, it was unbuttoned all the way down. There was all of the chest showing, and I, I do not have one of those you're welcome bodies. You know, if people, if people see the way that I'm built, there is nothing pleasant there. But I had, I had the unbuttoned shirt and a scarf... I wore a scarf <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I also I had I had a chin strap it was the only it was the only facial hair I could grow at the time there's just there's no two ways around it
1: I mean I think chin straps just come with uh when you go to Walmart to buy a body kit or your Civic
0: or whatever. It wasn't the body kit. I got my muffler, my sports muffler yeah, from so Walmart. They, How dare you?
1: That's when you grew the chin strap. which just magically it appeared that day. Yep.
0: And I started hanging out with Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> just all part of that group. Uh, and I'm I'm very easy to influence. So I was I was this close to buying a merce while we were in Italy, just some satch different from my work satchel.
1: Because I mean, you know, you, you do have a purse now, so you didn't withstand the temptation it's forever. A, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: bi- it's a satchel. It's a merce. There's I can't I can't argue with that. Uh, more importantly, though, uh, you know what?
1: I think it's story time. (laughs) That was a (laughs) dramatic, that was a pregnant pause. I'm I'm not pregnant. Patient. (laughs) All aboard!
0: So, Hajj Mohammed Mesfoui was born in Morocco in the 1850s or the 1860s or the 1870s uh, this one's this one's going to have some fuzzier time frames because there's really limited info and by that I mean that there is a 30 year window of when this guy could have been born that's as close <laughs> as we can get i'm going to assume that he was an aquarius <laughs> mostly because that's one of the only astrological
1: signs i know i don't know this guy's giving off big scorpio vibes <laughs> <laughs>
0: You don't even know yet. just his name. Yeah, Has to be I mean Scorpio. Hodge
1: Scorpio. I mean, hand in hand, it's the classic combo.
0: It is, it is. If if you're going to uh, if you're going to be murderous, you're a Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really didn't know anything about Morocco before doing the research for this episode, so let's dive into some background on the country. Uh, it's actually one of the most diverse countries in the world, but that wasn't up to them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were originally controlled by Carthage, and were actually the westernmost territory of Rome at mm. its peak. Uh, there was an Arab conquest in the lat seven. Se- I have lat in my. Oh, these the last, lats. Se- yep the the <laughs> last seventh century when they were getting all swole, just boom <laughs> firepower for days. <laughs> they lived on nothing but protein powder. <laughs> no, uh, the late seventh century, um, and most of the people wound up accepting Islam. Uh, in the Middle Ages, the Christians were doing their own uh, run of mass murders to spread God's love and forgiveness. You of know? course. That's how you do it. Uh, This made for waves of Muslim and Jewish exiles flooding into Morocco. Europeans never really got a foothold in the country, however. Um, In the 16th century, the Ottomans tried taking the country over, but those badass Moroccans managed to fight them off.
1: I know how tough Ottomans can be. I stubbed my toe on one recently. <laughs> they just don't give up. They it's, hold their ground. I mean, it was just a little stub and so much pain. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're talking about the night you lost your virginity. You know, it was my uncle, you know, don't talk about him like that. You know. <laughs> keeping it
0: in the blood. It's it's tough coming across your exits at family reunions. <laughs> Uh, Now that we have a little info on Morocco, let's dive into more of our story. So, Miss Fuey was probably a millennial, I'm guessing, because he worked two different jobs to stay afloat. He was both a cobbler and a public letter writer.
1: Hmm. Don't know how those things go go hand in hand. right? Transferable skills.
0: Really, that's what it's about. If you were going through high school and you were an expert cobbler, naturally they would have you be a professional letter writer. That's yep. just, that's what the career counselors would always have you do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a great dessert, so. <laughs> Uh I like peach. I, <laughs> I like to imagine
0: that he wore a Keebler elf costume while making shoes. <laughs> and this will seem especially horrifying once you get into uh, what Miss Fuey did in his free time. But more importantly, did you also know that there are a ton of Keebler Elves? And they have names. (laughs) I had no idea. (laughs) I had no idea that they have names.
1: Uh, Just the way that this research took you. I mean... (laughs) ADHD to the rescue. (laughs) I thought Keebler... "Hmm, There has to be some more. So, as we're talking about this murderer, (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about... Cookies! (laughs) Cookies! So we
0: have J.J. Keebler, Ernest J. Ernie Keebler, Friar Tuck, Zoot, Ernie's mother Ma Keebler, which I'm not sure why she doesn't have her own identity. (laughs) I found a list of all of the Keebler elves. She was the only one that was identified by her relationship to someone else. I mean, is she the only female? I don't think so. Larry. Yep. Larry's the other woman.
1: Is it really? No. <laughs> uh, I was, I was accepting it. I was like, all okay. right. <laughs> so
0: there is also Elmer Keebler, Buckets, Fast Eddie, Sam, Roger, Doc, Zach, Flo, Leonardo, El- er, Elwood, Professor, Edison, Larry, and Art. Hmm. How are they all fitting into that tree? I mean... It's just one tree. Is it like a clown car? I mean... <laughs> Is it just a, a giant Keebler elf
1: orgy, just nonstop? I mean, they're all fitting into Ma Keebler too. So
0: <laughs> it either
1: <laughs> just a sausage oh. Keebler elf sausage pileup. Oh. Oh. <laughs> There's lots of friendly fire. So much, mm. so many tiny. That's people. how they make the cream for the cookies.
0: <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> It, just, it, does, it has to be a non-stop elf orgy. It's or the they time. hate each other, or both.
1: Who knows? I mean, we don't want to get into elf politics right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a hard to talk about. <laughs> so,
0: we also all know what a cobbler is. Um, it's someone who makes delicious fruit desserts with a crumble topping. Mm. Uh, but what is a public writer... Apparently, illiteracy was still rampant in Morocco because public letter writers were people who, shocker, wrote letters for people. Can you imagine some hardcore racist hick wanting to write a letter to a local newspaper? (laughs) (laughs) Listen here, you pencil holding fuck. I want... I want you to write to the reading folk that we need to get these people out of the country. We all know who I'm talking about. They're sneaky, thieving, and we can't count on them for nothing. Everyone's too scared to speak up in this PC culture of the late 1800s. But I'm not. We're talking about the Swiss. Always thinking they're better than everybody with their chocolate and universal
1: health care. I'm sick of it. Goddamn Swiss damn Swiss I'm pretty sure I'm Swiss is that Switzerland or Sweden which one's Swiss which one makes the cheese Switzerland oh well I'm Swedish I'm not the same no that's definitely not the same thing (laughs) I'm just taking guesses I have approximate knowledge of many things
0: (laughs) just guessing on your heritage (laughs) yeah you guys may not know this but I'm actually Moroccan (laughs) You can tell from my dark skin tone.
1: <laughs> I mean, how close is Morocco to Lebanon? I mean, I feel like they're probably pretty close. I don't know. How, where
0: is Lebanon in relation to Rome? Because I know that.
1: <laughs> pretty close. Okay. I mean, not Not, not the yeah. current Rome, like the Roman Empire. I mean, Roman Empire stretched all the way to like England. And uh, Morocco. Morocco. <laughs> On the western side. Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. We're unclear about when or how they met, but Miss Fuey winds up connecting with a woman named either Anna or Rahali. <laughs> Those <laughs> are very different names. It is. That's quite the range of names. Uh, do you remember that one guy's name? I, I think it was either Cassiopeia or Bob. Miss <laughs> uh, Fuey and Anna decided that they weren't making enough money. I think Mercury was in retrograde. (laughs) They decided that the best way to make more cash was to kidnap girls, behead them, and steal any jewelry or anything else they might have. Uh, Now, okay, if he was offering this person disposal business for the racist guy from earlier, (laughs) I think that'd be fine. We'd be good with that.
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like the beheading was kind of unnecessary. Yeah, no. Like...
0: for sure went over the top. Way over the top.
1: I did see a video. It happens remarkably easy. People getting their heads cut off. Like, yeah. I got a video that I saw that was uh, this dude and his ex girlfriend, and he just like cut their head off like in the middle of the street. What? And it was like Where did ten you seconds find this video. Oh, Reddit. I mean of course. That's horrifying. <laughs> but just it was to like clarify, I was amazed how fast it was.
0: Your takeaway from seeing that video was, that looks way so easy?
1: Yeah. I mean, it. it I was like, I could do that.
0: <laughs> Give me a butter knife. I'm set. <laughs> I am concerned now. Guys, I'm alone with Travis in our basement. <laughs> and uh, not entirely sure that I'm going to make it out of this. So... It's getting dark. <laughs> it's getting dark. <laughs> uh, but these girls would come to his business to have him write letters for them. And he and Anna would give them wine laced with
1: narcotics really it just just seems like pioneered the roofie yeah
0: Yeah. i mean these two knew how to party you show up get booze drugs
1: decapitation decapitation everything
0: everything a good party scene should have (laughs) right (laughs) uh once they were unconscious miss few would go through their pockets and belongings then, then their kappas were detated, and he would bury them. <laughs> they wound up finding 36 bodies between his basement and garden. 36. Jesus. This guy clearly wasn't hoping for good Yelp reviews. <laughs> Four out of five stars. Seems to have neat handwriting. Tried to drug me and cut my head off. Probably won't be back. <laughs> Oddly enough, this arguably isn't even the most interesting part of the story, though. Where it really caught my attention was how this guy got punished. The Moroccan government toyed with death by feather tickling or death by mustache, (laughs) rides. I mean, sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) On another note, I'm shaving my mustache tonight. (laughs) Or is it going to rub off due to friction? (laughs) It's just gone. (laughs) Gone. Before finally landing on crucifixion as the best solution.
1: But worked for the Romans,
0: <laughs> Western governments, uh, for some reason, going to try that again. <laughs> but Western governments, for some strange reason, thought this was a little barbaric. Uh, yes, this is President Roosevelt calling for the Moroccan government. Yes, I can hold. Oh, hello. <laughs> yes, uh, I read in the newspaper that you're going to be crucifying someone. No, 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 no. no! I I agree. He has to die. seems to be the literal worst. My (laughs) issue is that I've only heard about one other guy getting crucified, and from my understanding, he didn't stay dead. (laughs) I mean, there was a book about it and everything. I just want to make sure this guy doesn't come back to life and become super popular with the Sunday morning crowd. (laughs) Because of pressure from other governments, Morocco told the world that they weren't actually going to crucify Miss Fuey. They announced that they would behead him, and the collective masses were like, meh, yeah, that sounds good. (laughs) It didn't take long for the rest of the planet to lose interest in the story, so they were eventually free to do whatever the hell they wanted with him anyway. For about a month, Miss Fuey was brought out to the public square and was whipped with thorny branches. The same was being done to Anna, who wound up dying after a few days. I've been decapitating people for their pocket change for a few years now, and I've never been whipped by a thorny branch—not once. Mean, I mean, I keep asking, but, <laughs> but it turns out the broken judicial system in this country doesn't take requests. <laughs> Every night they would uh, clean his back and treat it with vinegar and oil so that mm. he'd be a little healed up for the next
1: day. Mm. Imagine how bad that. Are. I mean, he deserved it. But like obviously. Vinegar. And, like, I feel like we should probably do this with more people. Like, I'm not against this at all. <laughs> <laughs> like This just sounds like a good idea. About the thorn whipping? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. More the extended torture. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> is that your doorbell?
0: Nope, that is an alarm. <laughs> so we can hear it go out. It's a motion sensor in the hallway <laughs> like I said, this went on for about a month and must have been they must have been waiting until Jupiter was ascending <laughs> anyway, so about a month goes by, and Miss Fuey still hadn't died they It had to be a bad mark against the dude doing the whipping <laughs> Kyle, come on you've been you've been. With this guy a month, and he's still not dead. This just isn't going to look good on your performance review. Todd over here, Todd, right here, has killed three people from whipping just this morning. <laughs> look at that smile on his face. He just takes so much pride in his job. What's, what's it? No, no, I, I don't know. I didn't know you were Capricorn. Huh. This still doesn't mean you can just stop killing willy-nilly, though. <laughs> You're off the whipping team, and you'll be doing coffee runs now.
1: He was just quiet quitting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just plodding along until the fire in. Yeah. <laughs> So the sun pops up over the horizon, and two masons roll up into town into the town square and start digging into a wall. They dig a hole that's about six feet tall, two feet deep and two feet wide. People packed the square to get a chance to see what's about to happen. Miss Fuey gets hauled across the square and pushed into the wall hole. (laughs) 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 He's chained to the back of the hole so he can stay visible to the crowd through the whole process. They didn't want him sitting down and, you know, hiding. Right. This has to be a very public thing. (laughs) The Masons start to lay down brick layer by layer, closing up the doorway. This whole time, Miss Fuey is yelling and screaming. (laughs) Hey, guys. Guys, I can appreciate a practical joke as much as the next guy. Really, I can. Daily whippings for a month straight classic. Absolute classic. I'm still laughing about it. Whew. But I, I think you're taking it a little far this time. When do I get to be part of the frat? <laughs> they keep layering down more and more bricks until they finally put the last one in, closing Miss Fuey in his public tomb. He actually lasted a few days in there, finally succumbing to the heat, dehydration, and starvation. Mm. Nice. (laughs) So, today's story had some interesting jobs. I mean, it's a new weight loss technique.
1: It is. (laughs) He probably lost so much weight.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, there wasn't much cardio, so his <laughs> cardiovascular system was still in trouble, but uh, but no, he was, man, he was just ripped, right from the get-go. Or whipped. With, <laughs> 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 so, today's story had some interesting jobs. What is the worst side hustle you've
1: ever tried? Worst side hustle? Yep. I mean, my, the hardest would be bucking bales, you know? Oh, for a I second I thought allergies. that was like a
0: store name. No.
1: <laughs> that was that was very uh
0: very city white guy of me. <laughs> yeah. Buck and Bales, I've n- I've never been to that restaurant.
1: <laughs> mm. Mm. Interesting. I heard they have a great Cobb salad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Buck and Bales, I had allergies, so I was out there just getting money to buy Everclear to put in my Gatorade, so, you know, fifteen-year-old me, uh, fifteen things hashtag, and then uh, <laughs> it was awful, just dying. Yeah, that's so It was so, so bad. hot, it's itched so bad, uh-huh. like you'd be sweaty. The would stick to you. It was it was hell. It was the worst thing I've ever done. And I've done drywall, so. <laughs> and drywall was better than oh yeah buck the bucking bales oh yeah especially yeah I was like my eyes would get like swollen shut by the end of the day <laughs> it was awful so you were allergic to it that was oh allergy yeah absolutely <laughs> terrible hay
0: fever <laughs> it was awful just like your job you know working at the vet hospital when you were allergic to animals <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> see mine was uh, back in college. Erica and I had just gotten married, we were broke college kids, and I needed to make some extra money. So I figured, you know what, I've seen ads all over the place for donating plasma. And the people on the website and the billboards always looked so happy. Why <laughs> wouldn't I want to be happy? So I, uh, I went down there, and they, you know, have to do a physical exam and they realized that you know I was falling to pieces <laughs> their fingers went everywhere oh, everywhere no. i don't know how an enlarged prostate you know can relate to <laughs> donating plasma but they checked
1: uh so that was just a dude that was there to donate. It was. <laughs> that was homeless Willie. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> you oh yeah, you met their homeless Willie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he checked
0: my prostate with. Uh and so went through the whole exam. They have to run blood tests to make sure that you know my Herpesifagon Aids was finally dying down. <laughs> Luckily that didn't show up on the test, so I was able to donate. And, uh, when I finally got to donating, it was like two hours of checking before I could sit down in the chair and they sit down and
1: because of your sore, is that why you couldn't sit down in the chair?
0: Oh yeah. No, my <laughs> asshole is blown out. It is, it is like a very old windsock and not even one of the windsocks that you see at like good airports. I'm talking like <laughs> rural dirt runways. Mm. That's, that's the kind of windsock that my asshole has turned into. I'll
1: take that dirt runway. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like waking up after camping with my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare for landing. Mm. Especially with those headphones on. I mean, <laughs> you look like you're going to guide me right on in.
0: <laughs> Next time we get together, you are bringing those... Uh, those light-up cones to guide in, (laughs) it's going to get way more interesting.
1: I'll just have a glow-in-the-dark condom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just make sure it's charged up this time. Last time it was dark. I was really disappointed. I wanted a lightsaber fight. Uh, So they take the giant garden hose that they call a needle, and they poke it into my arm, and it's running for a little while, and all of a sudden, I look down, and I have a baseball-sized hematoma on my elbow. Oh, like, oh, that's not, that's not good. So I call someone over, and they're, oh, no, that's, that's rough. <laughs> so they uh, they patch me up. They pull that out. It bleeds all over the place. They have to bandage me up, and they're like, well, we can try the other arm.
1: <laughs> they're just okay. still going? Yep. They should have just given you the money. and like, please don't report us. Oh, it gets better.
0: So they try my other arm. Ten minutes in, my arm blows up. So I have two giant hematomas, <laughs> one on either arm. And they come over, and then they look at the bag and they go, so we don't have enough plasma to be able to pay you? Um, <laughs> but if you want to come back in the next 24 hours, it'll still be fresh enough that you can add to it. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, nope, I am going to earn my extra money walking the street. <laughs>
1: Just a nickel like, at a time. Just like grandma intended.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so back I back then
1: there were wooden nickels she took.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will I will never ever donate plasma again. If it's between if it's between my family dying and donating plasma. <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> I'd probably still find the plasma, but it'd be it'd be a tough call. <laughs> Depends on which family member. <laughs> it really d- end the day. End the day. Uh, you know, I I think it's time we probably bring some happiness to the world.
1: What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Good news, everyone. Well, that's not so horrible. So you know, I was looking for some happy stuff, and you know who makes me really happy? Steve Irwin. Good old crocodile hunter. I
0: mentioned him in the last episode.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're just bringing him back be around. Seems
0: to a trend. Okay,
1: go on. <laughs> Steve Irwin. So, uh, the animal hospital that he founded, they have saved their 90,000th patient, and that does include, you know, the Australian firefighters that are firefight, wildfires. That was really easy. <laughs> the Australian wildfires that did 12.35 million acres of land in, like, 500 million different species died. Okay. (laughs)
0: And no exaggeration, I'm assuming. 500 million species all died.
1: Not uh, animals, not species. 500 million animals. (laughs) I mean, that was was terrible. So many koalas. Just crispy, crispy, chlamydia-filled koalas. They're only Colombia filled because you went there. <laughs> no, that's how they got AIDS. You were the start of <laughs> You were the start of
0: the uh, animal AIDS pandemic. I uh, mean yeah, it was 30% was of bad. the koala
1: population died. 30% 30% of the New South Wales, Mid North coast may have been killed. Has it
0: occurred to you though that at some point in the wildfire process, those koalas were perfectly barbecued.
1: Like, just the <laughs> most tender, juiciest koalas you've ever imagined. Oh, I mean, the chlamydia is, <laughs> makes it spicy. <laughs> they poop all over themselves, too.
0: I have a tin of dried chlamydia in, in my closet over here.
1: <laughs> dried chlamydia? Oh,
0: just yeah. Just sprinkle
1: it on right here. Right on the
0: food. I just salt <laughs> like lay <laughs> it right, on, right onto my food. But... <laughs> So anyway, we're way off topic here.
1: <laughs> but yeah, you know, Steve Irwin and uh-huh. his family, and both of his kids work at that wildlife rescue. That's fantastic. they are great. 90,000, though? 90,000th 90, patient. That's huge. That is huge. Just like some of their animals. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess. <laughs> Who knows? That was, that was off-the-wall comment. Just like some of their animals. <laughs>
0: Did you know animals are sometimes bigger than other animals? They were... They're big. Like, if you thought that a dog was big, this is bigger than that. It's great. So big. The biggest of animals. (laughs) Well, that wraps up the very...
1: Very
0: 30th. <laughs> <sighs> I'm struggling At this today. It's right
1: the very last.
0: <laughs> yep, we're not having any episodes after this. <laughs> well, that wraps up the third episode of Well That's Horrible. Please like, subscribe, and rate on whatever podcast platform you use. It just really helps us to move up the charts so we can get seen and we can keep coming out with these horrible stories for you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under Well That's Horrible. As we gain listeners, we will be adding a segment where we tell horrible stories from our listeners. You can send those stories to info at wellthat'shorrible.com or hit us up on our socials. We'd love to hear from you. Stay safe out there, and always remember to make the world a little less horrible. Well, well. Well that's horrible In this next segment, I'm gonna try that again.
1: <laughs> off to
0: a fucking great start <laughs> great start.